Welcome to this issue of the podcast. My name is Richard Smith. You can find out more about me over at therichardsmith.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world listening to today's podcast. Welcome. A couple of things I want to throw at you in this issue. As always, it's likely to be a little bit sweary, so parental guidance and all that. Going to be talking about small business marketing, how much power does Google really have, along with the importance of maps and other bits and pieces that may or may not be valuable for your business. Ralphair's up 3.4%, uh, personal savings at an all time low, personal debt increasing, financial independence. Oh my fuckity fuck, what great stuff we've got to talk about in the January 2018 edition of the podcast. Look, to all of you, bloody happy new year. I hope um, your Christmas and your new year celebrations were sufficiently exciting. Or as someone said to me this week when I asked them how their Christmas, they said, uh, you know what, mate, it was standard. Which, you know, I guess um, the older we get, the more standard they become. So, um, small business marketing, this whole issue about Google, interesting, the spat, the spat between Google and Amazon over uh, Amazon refusing to list uh, the uh, Google Home boxes, these little AI box, you know, where you can ask it things and it, you know, listens into everything, what you says, and hopefully gives you some results. It turns out that uh, Amazon have refused to stock the Google Home product, because Amazon's got its own Alexa range of bits, and Google in turn have said, well, you can't have our YouTube uh, functionality on your Amazon boxes. Now, I, I thought that was quite interesting, all fairness, because we've got two major players in slightly different areas. Amazon's reliant on Google in relation to getting stuff found in certain search engines, and uh, Google wants to sell its boxes on Amazon, and the two of them can't agree. But from a small business point of view, what the fuck happens when Google suddenly decide that they are not going to index your site? They're not going to sh- show your site up on Google Maps. They're not going to allow you to appear in search results, or they manipulate the rankings in some way, shape, or form. Now, these organisations do have massive power. Which is why it's vitally important, from your point of view as a small business owner, that you that you consider this quite carefully. And when you're pulling together your marketing mix, you actually start to structure your presence uh, based around the fact that at some point, Google might say to you, do one, we ain't having your site listed. And then where do you go from there? What is it you do? And to a certain extent, you know, all or some of... Everyone's business is reliant on appearing in the search engines, being Googleable, as I as I call it. And so, I think it's vitally important that you, as a business owner, and your little itty biz starts to concentrate on making sure that your marketing mix includes, of course, Google. That's important, of course, Google Maps, but also um, to make sure that you you've got a fairly big email database forgetting about GDPR at the moment because you know that's going to be an issue with effect from May of this year but making sure you own some sort of client collateral so that you as a business owner are in control of 
all of your shizzle rather than being completely reliant on Google because the algorithms do change. The issues of AdWords changes, the marketing mix will need to change because as we're progressing, it seems that uh, particularly with the EU legislation, everything's becoming more and more data paranoid. There's all sorts of things that are going to start to trip you up. So just really being aware of that is going to be um, a vital step for you. Now, I do apologise if I'm a little sounding a little bit nasally, but I'm, I think I picked up some sort of cold or some bug. But hey, there you go. But just on another thing, I was out in Spain early part of December, um, been down there doing some bits and pieces, but uh, I used Google a lot while I was out there in order to um, a, find a hotel, find a restaurant, to find my way around, to find coffee bars. And these Google listings are very powerful from a consumer's point of view because it allows me to find information and places very quickly. You know, a coffee bar to have a you know 20 minute meeting in, to sit down and use the Wi-Fi to make a few calls. And I use the Google Maps app a lot. And so if your listing on there is you know, perhaps not as good as it should be, doesn't have your key opening times and other bits of snippets of information, I would start to get that right. And of course, if you don't know how to do that, then get in touch and I'll give you some, some pointers on that. So um, the Google spat is unlikely to go away with Amazon. Um, yeah, just keep an eye on it. But you know, watch it with intrigue because uh, there's lots of lessons in there for your small business. Uh, the other fuck ton of shit that appeared this week was the uh, issue of, of railfares up 3.4%. I don't really get this. I don't understand it. So wages are down, railfares are up. Is a train driver really worth two nooses or one and a half police officers? There's all sorts of stuff bubbling up, bubbling on in there. But more importantly, why the hell would anybody want to spend 30 or 40% of their gross salary on their train fare getting to work? It just doesn't make sense to me. And, you know, I get the fact that people have to commute. I get the fact that, you know, people have jobs and have bills to pay. But spending 30% of net salary on travelling to work, it's fucking madness. So, you know, what can you do about the increases? Well, if you want to get to work, you have no choice. The only way of solving the problem of the increases is to reduce your need to commute. And I certainly think that, you know, for... Everyone I bump into with the my consultancy work, with uh, my financial uh, planning and guidance work, running your own business or rejigging your personal finances to make more sense for this day and age, make more sense for 2018 and beyond, um, it's just it's just the, the way forward. You have to start to look at you know what what changes you can make and start to make the changes. So also said so we're going to be talking about savings at an all an all time low. Look. I have absolutely no idea what's what's going to happen to the economy over the coming couple of months. And it's likely that Trump will make sure that whatever happens, there's no slump on his watch. So I think we're likely to see the markets, particularly in the US and probably globally, uh, fairly stable. But this whole thing about making sure that you've got sufficient cash just in case a shitstorm comes um, is so vitally important. And I keep talking to business owners, you know, forget about the balance sheet, forget about the future products, forget about the stuff that's bubbling under, keep selling shit at a profit, make sure your cash flow's right. Because if your cash flow's right, you can start to you save some money, you can earmark some money for the long term. So when the shitstorm does come, because a shitstorm is going to come, because they always come, you find yourself in a position where it just makes a bit more sense. 
So this whole issue of savings um, is, is vitally important. Start to look at that really carefully because it's a control thing. As I always say, if you've got sufficient cash in the bank, then it doesn't matter what happens to the markets. It doesn't, what, what, doesn't matter, matter what happens to government. You know, you're safe and secure. We've also got the issue of uh, the lower pound, which has caused our stock markets to boom. Yada, 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 yada. You know, I really think that the fundamentals of the UK economy have changed that much. Um, we've got a bit of interference with uh, government policy in relation to um, Brexit and some changes in relation to um, the property market. But, you know, wherever we look, there seems to be this issue of bubble, bubble, bubble everywhere. Um, and it's vitally important that, you know, you focus as a small business owner or as an individual, make sure your cash flow's right, make sure you're earmarking some money, because when this um, storm does come, it's going to take hold and take hold quite quickly. I'm full sure of it. just don't know when it's going to happen. So what can you do about this? Well, you know, prepare a budget, stick to it, know what's coming in, going out, clear your debt, get in touch if you want to. Um, my simple way to you know, clear your debt plan. Um, you can also start to save money. Got some couple of trip, um, some tips and tricks over there over on the Money Trainers website. Uh, there's a link in the show notes to that. Um, financial independence, working towards financial independence, which means that there's sufficient income coming in that you don't have to work for, leveraged income that you don't have to work for. Um, making sure you've got sufficient assets is most of the stuff we teach over. Well, I teach over at Money Trainers rather than providing the consultancy and if you want some more information on that please you know just get in touch because um, the workshops we're doing the pub schools we're starting to introduce the pub schools for this year where we'll sit down in a local pub either for lunch or early morning for coffee and start to look at exactly what it is that makes a difference and the, the whole world of personal finances has changed so much and particularly if you're a business owner or self-employed you know Look, if all we had to do was sit in, sit down in front of a financial advisor for you know a couple of hours a year and get everything we needed, we'd all be doing it. There'll be queues down the high street to speak to financial advisors. Fact is, most of them just talk shit. It's utter, utter rubbish. Um, they're interested in shipping and selling product, not interested in giving you the tools you need, which is why I started to you know, teach this financial independent stuff. And yes, I am qualified to be able to teach it. Anyway, that's a uh, quick early new year podcast thanks very much for taking the time to listen look forward to seeing you over at uh, www.therichardsmith.com or at moneytrainers.co.uk or over at thefinancezone.co.uk you can subscribe to the podcast please on itunes you can leave a review for me either on itunes or stitcher and um i say when you want some more information or hands-on stuff please feel free to get in touch thank you for listening